you're talking to Toby Max, number one merch guy right there, oh Jordan McGee. Yeah. Jordan no McGee. Need, right. No need to bring Toby into this. <laughs> He's invoked the name of the Mac. Welcome to Church Jams Now, the podcast where three former youth group kids and current music nerds deep dive into Christian music from 90s and 2000s. I, of course, am your co-host, Kylan Savage. With me, as always, is Mr. TJ Smith. Hey, how's it going? I got nothing. I got nothing today. All right. Wow, that's surprising <laughs> for you. Uh, and our beautiful producer, Josh Olson. I, I got nothing as well. Okay, good, because we have way more entertaining guests than you guys on today. Yeah, that's what I figured. <laughs> That's surprising. You guys usually have a couple bits up top, but I feel like are y'all intimidated by the energy that's already? That's I'm already not trying to stop the energy. I guess, <laughs> I guess I just thought we should like keep quiet since we've got uh, these guests tonight. Okay, so for anyone anyone that listens to our show knows that recently we had an interview with Aaron Newberry and we covered the album "Keep Quiet" by the band Sons. Well, guys. With us today, we have two more Sons of Thunder. Uh, we have Kyle Laster <laughs> and Jordan McGee. Uh, welcome, guys. Our collection. <laughs> well, well, it's good to Yo. be here. It's great. It's a wonderful, wonderful evening in North Carolina. Where's where are you guys at? Where's everybody else at? Jordan, you're in Nashville. You're in oh Nashville. yeah, I'm in Nashville. Hey, I'm Jordan. I'm in Nashville. <laughs> you are Nashville. Cool. <laughs> you are <in> Nashville. <laughs> uh, I'm in Arkansas currently. For some uh, Arkansas. reasons, yeah. I'm in Texas, and I'm in Portland, Oregon. How do you guys know each other? We went to Bible school together. Hey, whoa! Yeah. Which which in one? DFW. No, we went to Dallas uh. Baptist. Dallas Baptist University yep. studied music business. I don't know it, so we know what we're talking <laughs> about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> We're legit. It, it's obvious. You guys may have good. made a record, but we learned about music business. So, yeah, <laughs> we've got a piece of From paper. A Bible now. college. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a regular college. <laughs> yeah, so that's why we started this because what the fuck else are we going to do with that? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, this is what our degree got us a podcast. A podcast. Here we are. Well, if, well yeah. hey, if, it, if it's any consolation, this is where our record got us too. So. <laughs> on, nice. on our podcast, took you real far. Yeah. <laughs> We've all finally we, arrived. It only good for us. It took 13 years, Jordan. We finally got an interview about the record. <laughs> <laughs> we finally got acknowledged yeah, yeah. that we did a record. <laughs> Your patience paid off, man. Yeah, I know oh, dozens man. of people are going to appreciate this. Does yeah. oh my god, <laughs> dozens That's more than already. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Because we so when we covered "Keep Quiet," uh, that was a record we were all uh, kind of familiar with. Josh was like, like loved that record, and he brought it to us as a wish list record. And then we had way more people online start talking about how much they love that record uh, after our episode. Oh, really? So, yeah, dude. There's people that love it. Yeah, for the ones that know, they love it. I think Josh talked about people that are in the know. Like, if you bring up Sons, you bring up Keep Quiet, and someone knows what you're talking about, that's a good person. Exactly. Dang, that's cool. (laughs) I I had no idea. I thought I was the only person that listened to it on Spotify. (laughs) 
<laughs> same, same. Like, <laughs> and then it wasn't on Spotify for a while. Yeah, well, you know why, right? No. When Slowspeak Slow went under, they like all their stuff went off. So like I think Aaron ended up getting the masters back from Davey. Mm. And Davey's the guy from yes. Slowspeak, right? Yeah. Isn't that his name? Basinger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he he got it back from him somehow, and so Aaron re-put them all back. So now, like, I like I know on some of them it's like listed as the Suns, which is just awful. <laughs> <laughs> the Suns. Yeah, he mess he messaged me something about it like a, uh, like a year or two ago. I can't remember because I remember it was gone. And I was like, well, that's it. Forgotten that's it. History. Nothing's got a disc drive in it anymore. Like we're 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 done. It's lost. It's gone forever. <laughs> lost to the. Annals but of now time. Well, I like the Suns. Yeah, yeah. y'all should have done that. The Suns sounds like a PBS <laughs> show or something. The Suns <laughs> this week on the Suns <laughs> on the Suns, like just a <laughs> recurring sitcom. The Suns, yeah, like, it's like Matlock style. I watched like, that show for sure. Yeah, yeah. The sun, just about somebody's yeah. sons. <laughs> just, about, just keeping up with them. Yeah. <laughs> Making sure they're doing all right. That's what that's yeah. what this is. Yeah, how the suns doing? Y'all. How they're doing y'all? good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we are the suns. Yeah, we're doing okay. Good. Thank you. The suns. <laughs> Get it oh, right. Wow. Okay. You know it's it's a crazy episode when I feel like I'm the one that's trying to get us I know. <laughs> in control. Kylan's playing yeah, the straight. I like this yeah. paradigm. This I is did, really fun. I, I'm, I'm loving it. I love the chaos. Because <laughs> normally I'm the chaos goblin on the show. So... Um, I want to talk about, very briefly, um, with both of you guys. So, you know, a big part of our show is Christian music from the 90s and 2000s. So I always like to start off with people's origin stories. So I want to know, like, what kind of music did you grow up listening to? What was sort of your introduction into uh, Christian music? And, like, what was the first, Christian or non-Christian, what was the first CD that you bought? Or tape or whatever. (laughs) <laughs> so most of all the Christian music that I, because I didn't grow up in church, so most of all the Christian music that I got introduced to was through like Jordan. <laughs> and so Jordan, a, a side note, Jordan and I have known each other since we were what fourteen years old. Jordan, no, older. It was it was like freshman year of high school. Well, yes, that's like 14. I technically like because Kyle had a band called Down on Luck, and we had. Uh, Jordan had a, a sweet band called Slice. <laughs> With, With a Y. With a Y? Oh, oh hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we, we grew up in the same like area of North Carolina in Kernersville. And so like the local venues, our bands would cross paths. We would see each other. But then we like became homies in yeah. high school. So like freshman year of high school, whatever. I don't know how old I was. Six, 15, 16? Something like that. 16? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, ever since then, just hated my life knowing Kyle. <laughs> I've never, I've never wanted I'm so to, sorry. <laughs> I've never wanted to slam my head through a wall more than trying to write music with Jordan McGee. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> and look where it got yeah. us. <laughs> Jordan, did you ever think when we were thir- like 14, 15 years old in high school and and you looked like uh, you had that pompadour, Yo, remember? Got, in your uh, Darkest Hour t-shirt. That, that was so tight. They called call me Oompa Loompa at high school. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever, th- you ever think that like like 25 years later we would be here on a podcast in our mid-30s <laughs> <laughs> talking about a record uh, brother, we recorded? I, mean, I, just, I, mean, I just hit my late 30s. 
So oh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Thanks for the reminder, right? Yeah, oh. great. Happy birthday. Happy birthday oh, to me. Oh yeah. man. <laughs> old man but, McGee. That's what they call him. Yeah. Ooh. Old man McGee. Old man McGee. Corn cob yeah. pipe. Yeah. yeah. Oh, old yeah, man McGee great. and the Sons. The old man McGee and the Sons. <laughs> no, I, so steering steering the ship back to the question. I, I did grow up in the church. I grew up Christian. I'm trying to remember the like I, I saw I saw John Jacobs and the Power Team uh, when Whoa. I was a kid. You know the oh, yeah. yeah. You know I have a little the little baseball bat the the Power Team baseball bat. Like, Tyler, yeah. is that on our bingo card? It the Power be, Team. It should be nice. Power team. Yeah, Power Team gets brought dude. Up I remember the, the the Power Team came to my school and they were like they talked to us at our school like in the school they were all like positive thinking and you can tear phone books in half too and they're like come <laughs> see us tonight at uh first assembly of god church and i got my mom to go i was like mom these guys are awesome they were breaking fucking everything mom. <laughs> strong and for so god we, <laughs> and, no well no so it was at my school so that, it was at school so they didn't talk oh, about god oh, at all it was all like yeah. the power of positive thinking essentially you know and then so like i was like i gotta go see these guys again tonight so i got my mom to take me to first assembly to see them that night they were like we lied to you at school we do this for god (laughs) lying for god there's a reason why we're this strong and we'll tell you if you come to the church that's right i got only after we lie to you you got a baseball bat i got rope doped i got rope doped by the power team i only got a page of the phone book Oh, I went and saw the power team, and all I got was busted hot water bottle. <laughs> okay, but I'm trying to remember. There was a concert that happened at oh oh, uh, um, very old deep cut. Maybe only the parents will know. But my first, technically my first big concert ever was this Christian band called David and the Giants. I don't even. Does know anybody know what that is? is? Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it was podcast. like I, yeah, I had to get my dad to take me out of the auditorium because I thought it was too loud. But I loved it. I was just like, "What is going?" I mean, I was like <laughs> six, five or six years old. But then after that, I saw Carmen, and yeah, uh, nice. that the rest was history. I was like, "Wait a second. And then I always loved music, but ten years old is when I got like my first real drum kit. And was like, okay, what what's going on here? And it, it uh, so I'm trying to think of what other big influences were early on. I don't know. I have a hard time remembering things like this when I'm asked. <laughs> I guess I should have uh, done a little. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah you should have prepared or something. <laughs> <laughs> I think my first record that I ever had was the Godzilla soundtrack. You remember the remake with Matthew oh, Broderick? Yeah, it had like Heck like. Yeah, like come with me by Puff Daddy and Jimmy Page on it. That's not Christian music though, Kyle. <laughs> Buddy, I didn't I didn't know what Christian music was until I met I you, mean, you and you guys were like, listen to this old DC talk stuff. <laughs> and then I made and then I married a pastor's kid. So like I like lived yeah. it all again. So I feel like I grew up listening to that <laughs> I stuff. I remember I know all of it, but like I it wasn't my Dude, I didn't wait. You're telling me I, you've never had a praise and worship set to Jamiroquai. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Jamaica was on the Godzilla soundtrack. You're welcome. I know. That's why I said that. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I'm looking at this soundtrack. It is it is 1998 personified. 
I mean, for sure. Green Day, Rage Against the Machine, Wallflowers. Oh, yeah. Jamiroquai, Ben Folds. I Five. love that soundtrack. So good. So good. <laughs> so good. Classic. It's a classic. Um, <laughs> okay, it? but I did grow up on DC Talk. You're right. Um, DC Talk. Um, gosh, I wish I had like my CD collection in front of me. Grip. Because I just what about forget. Grip? Yeah, Grip. G- Another bit. That's why I did. That band G R Y P grip. That's why I did slice to the Y. That's uh, why I was like, "Whoa!" Uh, We're spelling you, things with a Y here. No, never. Heard you guys grip. need. You guys. Oh you guys should God. listen to Grip. They were like Christian corn. It's oh, so. If you well, love corn, it's the baby, Y. It's so, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, we'll have to have great. you guys on whenever we cover um, Grip. Yeah, you guys will Perfect. be back on the color Grip. Perfect. I would love that. Perfect. I would, I need we to know every word them. if you can find it. Oh man, they should be on Furnace Fest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Start a campaign for Grip on Furnace Fest. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. ridiculous. For sure. For sure. Oh, uh, Josh, I'm going to hand it over to you. I, I feel like I'm asking too many questions. Man, you're gonna make me direct this? No, no. Yeah, I don't good. like feeling like good. the adult good in the room. Luck, I don't like it. I, it's too much. Power. He wants to be part of the. He does. Fun. He does. He's just joining y'all. I'm gonna have to wrangle all y'all now. That's right. All right. So we talked about yeah. So you guys knew each other. You were rival bands, and then you buried the hatchet and joined together. Right. So right. tell us about right. playing music together. Is, did and, they say that? I like that narrative. I'm creating it right now. I was. I kind of <laughs> wish. Like, yeah. We I, I kind of so wish there was more of drama between y'all. Like you're like, oh, those guys opened for us last week, and now we got to open for them at the same show in Kernersville. Yeah. <laughs> so now that let's jump to where y'all are in a band together and you're playing together, right? Right. Okay. okay. What was the first band that yeah. y'all were in together? Uh, what was it? Um, Anadora. Was what it was called. Okay, actually, it had like seven different names, but I actually found a a CD of of, (laughs) each one had a Y. I'm really into band names with a A in it. Anadora, (laughs) Adira, Advent, Sands, Adira, the actor in the sun, Sands, the Sands, Sands, the Sands, the comic. Yeah, we're comic sans? Comic sans, yeah. Comic sans <laughs> yeah, of God. The comic, yeah. comic sans of God. Just just stuff top, sans. Okay, well now <laughs> definitely was a, the, the artwork for this yeah. episode is going to be in comic sans. That's so good. Yeah, there perfect. we go. Perfect. There we go. I wouldn't have it any other way. No, we uh so we had um the guy a guy I played with, uh Drew Folk, who's uh he's a producer in LA now. What's what's his uh what's his hand his name Wizard Blood, isn't that what it Wizard is? Wizard Blood. Oh yeah. Wizard Blood. So, um, I had played with him in one of my previous bands and we all kind of got together to, I don't remember how it really started, but I just remember us all being together at some point. And we wrote in that for probably our whole senior year of high school. I remember. Yeah. It was like junior into senior year is when we kind of, cause I had already started. I, my first metal band was called Adira that it was only one guy from our same high school that we went to, but drew uh, who Kyle's talking about, he used to book shows in the area. That's and right, so that's like, right. I also hated him. <laughs> I hated him. And cause he was just such a turd. He was, he was mean. He was just like, a, 
And um, Drew's just like Drew is just we, like a different like I don't know. It's kind of he's kind of hard to explain, but I know exactly what you're talking about. He was a turd. Yeah, but I mean, he thought yeah, the same guy thing that, about me. that books local like band shows. Either. I know exactly who you're talking <laughs> yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a businessman. Yeah, yeah. But he didn't like it's a me. Type. And so then he like Kyle. I don't remember how it came together, but like I think he knew of me through those bands, and Kyle and I had met somehow through mutual friends in high school, and it was just like. Hey, we need a drummer. Do you want to do this? And then I came over and hung out with Kyle and Drew and and Sean. Like, oh, and Sean. Yeah. And it was like, oh, okay. We don't really hate each other. We're actually the same person. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> let's just goof off and write music. Cool. We did that for a while. And then that turned into once <laughs> that turned into <laughs> Yosemite mud flap. Yeah. <laughs> We couldn't find a singer. What for yes. this pop for this pop group? They're like, uh, what would you call it? I mean, I don't know. We, we really stuff. want to be. We really want to be like Circus Survive or something like that. Oh yeah, know, like oh, yeah, like okay. bad. Yeah. That was like we right tried out the some singers. Turner came out. Yeah, yeah. Tried out some singers. They didn't stick. And in the downtime, there were all these like southern rock metalcore bands just popping off left yeah, and right. That was and the we were time like, for Dude, it. Yep. We could write this junk. Like, we could write this no problem. (laughs) That's what I just have to say. We did. uh, So, Josh and I started a Southern metal band uh, in college, kind of similarly. Josh really wanted to start a Southern metal band. And I, at the time, did not care for Southern metal, but I was like, this seems fucking easy. Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't a good guitarist, so I started a Southern metal band. (laughs) Yeah. classic yeah we were like yeah we can do this let's why don't we just like and we, we just would goof around at practices and they ended up writing like five songs and yep. i was singing from the drums and nice. was like well uh what if we just and drew's like why don't i just book us put us on this metal show see if and we can like, make yeah, money we'll eat at denny's yeah <laughs> yeah we'll go ahead and get some money for denny's later yeah let's <laughs> get some free dinner and yeah, then that popped off. And long story short, this label reached out to us and signed us. <laughs> Wait, they signed Yosemite Mudflap? Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, dude. Wild and they'll times. never, yeah. they'll never forget it. They'll <laughs> never they get lost, that ten thousand dollars. They lost they gave us. all of their money. <laughs> they lost every minute. I'm so pretty good. sure when when he signed us, we were like, you know, you're never getting your money back, right? And he was like, yeah. No, he told us later. He wow. was like, I knew the day I signed you, I'm never going to see this money again. <laughs> and then we got $10,000, recorded the album ourselves, bought a van, uh, tied a like taxidermy deer head to the front of it, <laughs> spent all of our money on like ripsticks and airsoft gun gear and like, <laughs> camouflage outfits. Absolutely. Dude, we bought outfits. Yeah. We, had, we had costumes. We had stage names. Dude, it was ridiculous. Like so we spent it on recorded the, on music, stuff. though. We would just like go what play. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on well, Spotify. You show. can find oh, it. So. We're gonna yeah. do that. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, like, Jordan's still doing some stuff with it. Like, not the southern metal part of, but the character of Yosemite. Well, he and I are himself. not the same. Yes, so I'll tell him you said hi. <laughs> oh my god. Could we? This is, could, is there any way we could have Yosemite make an appearance on the? Yeah. Show can tonight? you put in a could good you, word for us? 
Is there a way we could you could reach out and? There's absolutely no way that's gonna be able to happen. He's he's real tied up. Oh, shoot. Oh, well. Real tied up. I, yeah, because well, that would have been a great. Scoop. I had to yeah, shoot my shot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe another time. It's it's because okay. he would get first billing on this episode description. Yeah. Oh, yeah. now with yeah. Yosemite. That would be the, the title. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of the episode, we'd actually change the I'll name of our show to Yosemite Mud Flaps now. <laughs> <laughs> It might it might help you uh, now. gain some gain some new traction. <laughs> you never thought was possible. Name oh. Was Yosemite Mudflap and the Fireball Wizards? Yeah, and why we changed <laughs> it, I'll fire. never understand. <laughs> okay, uh, apparently it was it was too yeah. wordy. That's what Drew said. It was too wordy. <laughs> so we almost changed it to Thunder. We almost changed it to Thunder Panther. Was oh, that option, is a good name, which is a still that's a sick name. That still is a really good band name. I literally name all my iPhones Thunder Panther. Like, Do you really? Like Thunder good. Panther 9. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, when my AirPods pull up, they're, they're like my Air Panthers. <laughs> like, everything's Thunder Panther. <laughs> okay. Wow. Well, yeah. now I have a Spotify rabbit hole to dive into right after this is over. <laughs> uh-huh. So, that will be great. Yeah, um, all right. So, how does that connect us to Sons, to y'all getting hooked up with the other band members and Aaron and whatnot? Take us, to, take us there. Yeah, because that feels like quite a shift, <laughs> like quite a left turn. It is. So Jordan Jordan was talking about how we could never find a singer for the band we were in, Anadora, right? So somehow through MySpace, Aaron had reached out to us about singing for us. And this was like right around the time I think he had just finished up with like the Terminal thing, like when he was with Terminal for like two days. Um, so that's originally how we met Aaron. Or at least I did. Because he was in Oklahoma and we were in North Carolina and we were still in high school at this point. Like, it's not like we were like flying to meet or anything like that. So that's like how we originally linked up with Aaron and kind of always kept in contact with him over the years. When Yosemite finished, when we were done with that, I remember. I moved to Greenville, North Carolina. So Jordan and I were living about three hours apart. And we were we had started writing a new project, and I had met Alex Rust, who's the other guitar player in Sons with us uh, in Greenville. And the three of us, me and Jordan and Alex, all got together, and we were starting a project, and we had been writing with that for five or six months, something like that, Jordan. Yeah, I mean, we we visited where you were living like two or three times. Yeah, before, before. I visited a bunch. Yeah. But then, but um, that was right around the time Aaron had done the Genesis prologue with Drew, our buddy Drew that we played in Yosemite with. And you recorded that Jordan with Drew. Were, yeah, when Drew was in Kernersville, like in that little strip oh, mall, like right in front right. of where Planet Fitness is. Remember? I forgot. Yeah, I forgot he did that with Drew. Yeah, so he did that with Drew, and I remember we were all in Greenville, and we were kind of riding, and we were. Th- thinking about like for some reason that was like a recent memory of ours and i was like what if we just like got with aaron and just kind of like come because it was at that time aaron was just him and he had a guy named zach playing bass and that was all they recorded the genesis prologue with and we were two guitar players and a drummer so we were like well this is perfect what if we just Mm kind of mash them up and see what happens and i remember calling aaron like we did like a speakerphone call yeah like in the car with aaron and talked to him and he was like yeah let's do it and then i think what 
two months, two months later, we all, we loaded in Jordan's car and, or in the, my in the dad's van, van. Dad's van and yeah, the Previa. Previa. And we took our first trip out to Nashville. It would have been January, 2010. It was start, oh. start riding. It yeah. snowed. Remember it snowed on the way there. And that was like, it, I remember it snowed. It started snowing on the way there. We got there, went to the rehearsal space and it snowed so much that we went and bought like frozen pizzas and stuff to have. <laughs> and there was no refrigerator. So we just buried them in snow outside the rehearsal space. <laughs> but like, how do you remember that? I don't remember the that. First so resourceful. Dude, I don't know, man. That was in that weird green practice space. That was Charles's remember. And that had that sewage leak in the ceiling. Just like would slowly oh. drip. Oh. Yeah. Down. Oh. Oh. Literally. Literally. <laughs> poop dripping in the corner of the room so we went so i remember yeah. that we did go to like the auto zone and bought like 20 christmas tree air fresheners yeah. and just tied it to that pipe would you I say that, that. The, that the toxic sludge and the air fresheners influence the sound of keep quiet at all yeah. <laughs> it definitely influenced the attitude oh, yeah <laughs> for real <laughs> but that's i remember that session was that was when we we all i remember we learned because aaron had already had doubt written mm. and we learned that and there was uh what was the other song that was that we used to play on from the first ep there's manipulators um, caution and doubt oh, okay God. caution manipulators it was yeah, yeah yeah so so those three songs we used to play in our live set for like the 10 live shows that we actually played um <laughs> but we learned those we wrote um retribution like we were there for what four days i, I think, think a week yeah we wrote retribution and we and we wrote "Sun on the Run" like those because "Sun on the Run" was a song that Aaron had had for a long time that I really enjoyed, but it was only acoustic. Yeah. And I was like, "We need to do this song." Like, I love this song, but let's make it really fucking yeah. cool. Let's do full band. And so I remember we wrote those songs, and we came home. We were like, "I think we really got yeah, something." I was like, stoked. We were, we were we were really passionate about. It. And at this time, like I like Suns, the whole time we were in it was all ministry focused, like. So originally we were, we were on come and live, like the Chad Johnson's come and live mm -hmm. thing. And sons was one of the hands on that. So Nashville, we met Chad, we met uh, Nathan, who was our manager. We did, we remember we did promo shots, like our first sons of God promo in shots the snow. in the snow, Jordan. Yeah, in the snow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we stayed in yeah, Charles' so we did dorm that. room. Yep. Yep. All of us. So our buddy Charles, our buddy Charles is in a band called Better Off. I don't know if you guys have ever heard heard of them, but we've known Charles mm -hmm. forever too. He booked shows for Charles Yosemite. Back he used to book shows for Yosemite yeah. back in the day. Nice. I don't know, man. I just remember. I remember writing those songs and like going out there and doing that and just being like, "This is this is like coming home." And like, I remember playing it for my parents on the way back through. Like, I stopped and I showed it to them, and I was like, "This is it. Like, this is." Uh, this is everything that I've ever been yeah. wanting to write. Like it, yeah, yeah. it's, mm. you know, that was kind of the the start of uh, the start of Suns. And our period in Suns lasts from almost like right at the beginning of January to like the dead end of December that year. And within that year is when that whole record gets written. We go on one tour. We do a ten day tour, and then uh, the band completely falls apart. As it's known, like the album is recorded and then it, it all falls apart. And then it, the, the album doesn't release, just recorded, finished recording in December 2010, doesn't release till 2012. That was a wow. very productive year. Kyle's got his dates. This is, I'm so excited to be on here to talk about this because 
I know we joked about it before that like we never got any recognition or anything, and it wasn't about getting recognition or or like anything like that. Yeah. Like that's not the reason that I wanted to do this record. I wanted to do this record because I really believe a hundred percent that we can make something that God could use us to make something that would impact people in some way. And it was never meant yeah. to be a for profit for for us thing. Like the right. Come yeah. and Lives whole thing right. was like back in the day was like musicianaries is what they called yeah. it. So like all the records were given away for free. Like everything was just like, like a here, like let this bless you. And then, you know, you know, we'll, we'll get it back somehow, you know? Um, So that was like the whole intention of this band. And like, I was, I'm still to this day sold on that idea. Like, I feel like a lot of that stuff is like, whether where any of us are at spiritually, as far as individuals or anything, like I, I don't know what you guys still believe or anything like that, but I still believe that that record, holds weight and has impact and can impact people's lives because that's what it was made to do. Yeah. And it, it, it means a lot to me. It's a really, really big part of my life. And I felt like there's a part of my soul in that record. So like, I remember all this stuff because it meant a ton. It was a big deal. Yeah. Like yeah. It, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a very big deal. Yeah. Kyle, can you walk me through? Cause it, you and Alex are playing guitar, right? Uh, so it's me, Alex and Aaron on about half the songs when he's not playing. Keyboard. Okay. So what was like the dynamic? So Aaron kind of, yeah, fluctuated are, y'all, are you like, it was there like lead rhythm or were y'all both kind of trading off parts? Like what was in, in which role were you? Yeah. So that would be like, like we were more trading off parts. Like Aaron kept a lot of, a lot of rhythm, but I mean, we kind of all just varied back and forth. It was all about like whatever served the song. So having three guitar players, I remember in the writing process, trying to be very conscious of like, just because we have three guitars does not mean that three guitars need to be yeah. playing at every single the one time. of these parts yeah, of songs. Yeah. So like, if we listen to the record, like piece by piece, I could tell you like, that's Aaron and that's Alex and I'm not doing anything yeah. right there, you know, like, right. or like just laying back and, and creating atmosphere in the background or something like that. Tasteful. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, I feel like if you listen to it stylistically, like I can hear it. And I don't know if anyone else can really notice it, but like some of those leady parts that are like, like weird and like really, really eerie. And like, you would never like, for me, they wouldn't like, I would never write anything like that. Like there's a, like, or any like the tapping parts or anything like that. That's all Alex. Okay. Yeah. Alex was really, Alex was really he had this weird, like the way he wrote was awesome because he was really influenced by like the chariot and like Norma Jean and like heavier bands like that, but then was still like into thrice. So that's kind of like where his like, and I don't want to speak for him too much because he's not here right now, but he would write stuff like that. That was really just like minor key, like weird, almost like, creepy circus i love like writing music. i love writing music with him i love him so Dude, much he was and he was so funny he was the oldest one out of all of us we always called him grandpa <laughs> because he was like only like two years older than this but at the time like it, it just was like yeah. he would always be the first to get tired and when you get tired he would literally lose yeah. his mind like he he couldn't remember anything. He didn't know who he was, where he was. Like he was a nutcase, dude. But he was and awesome. I love. Don't him you so dare much. let him drive either. Dude. Just, oh my god! Don't say it because I know you're. Oh yeah, I can't. I, I, I do have trouble. to beat that out if I do. We, yeah. yeah, we might. We might have a felony charge. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Not right there. Yeah. We're clearing the air, guys. Yeah. We're clearing the air. But, this is a safe space. There's no legal action. Yeah, that that air. Yeah, I'm no snitch. Dude, I'm no snitch. The statute of limitations is up on that, right? Yeah. I, I don't, don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to risk it. You can keep your statutes. <laughs> <But> then, <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know, man. Like we would just go back and forth between. Okay, like, but it sounds like it was like really and, collaborative. Just cool. Yeah, very, very much so. And there would be like anytime there was like room for keys or we thought keys would sound like Aaron was the keys guy. Like it was just mm-hmm. like, yeah, let's like when we wrote retribution, I remember like those hits at the beginning, like dun, dun, dun. it wasn't originally like that. And Jordan was like, Hey, what if we made it sound like thrice, you know, okay. like that, those big, like the big low notes on the, on the piano, you know, like, bonk, bonk. I always wanted it to go so, like, heavier. I just like, yeah, Jordan, that's Jordan's mantra. Let's go heavy. Let's tune lower. Let's go heavy. Come on. Drop A. No. Dude. No. <laughs> As a side, the, the band that Jordan and I did after after Sons, we had this argument every week of Jordan being like, no, let's tune it lower. And I was like, dude, we're in fucking drop drop a flat at one point we were in like drop g sharp or something like that and i was like i was like they don't they don't i might as well play bass yeah it's good right good just only bass guys only bass this was this was before before we knew it was like lower than baritone this was before baritone guitars oh but like but like it was like before like all the bands were using like seven and eight string guitars which is essentially Uh, what he was trying to get to with a six string guitar you know so it's just like dude i i'm playing like Overcooked spaghetti noodles over here. I can't play anything. <laughs> you did great, that, man. That was y'all's band name, right? Spaghetti noodles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Al dente. It was the al dente. <laughs> al dente. Al dente. You like the A's? He does like yeah, yeah, A's. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Really nice callback. Exactly. Nice callback. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the guitars were. They were. I, I feel like for having three of them, it went way smoother to write those parts, and it all just kind of like. I don't know, man, the whole writing process for that record, I don't really remember a lot of like big struggles, like trying to fight through any parts or anything. I remember things right. coming like super naturally and it just like things just like working out and everybody kind of like ebbing and flowing with each other yeah, about I mean, their space, their sonic space and stuff like that. So you remember that? That's how you remember it. <laughs> Do you remember it being like bad? <laughs> like I'm not, I'm not saying it was like, easy but like like writing writing yeah. a record is never like that but i don't ever remember there being like knocked down drag out like no you're playing too much guitar <laughs> no nah, here's here's i'll clear the air just on this one moment because there was a day where we were writing in that trip that first trip uh oh i know exactly what you're talking about now yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. okay go ahead go ahead where you know because there was the three north carolina boys they came to Nashville to hang with the Nashville boys and collaborate. And the understanding was, all right, we're going to get together. We're going to write a record. This is going to be awesome. And so we start writing. And, you know, Aaron is an amazing songwriter and is very, very talented. And he had a ton of songs. But, you know, me and Kyle and Alex were like, yo, we love writing from scratch. Like, all five of us are here now. Right. Let's, like see what kind of energy we got and we kind of caught a vibe and started rolling with it and aaron just like it he was frustrated because he didn't understand what what the point of that was uh, and we had you know a conversation a bit of an argument of like hey what 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 did you what do you want to do we're writing a song and he's like well we've got all these songs here that i've already written and we had to get we had to get over that hurdle to like understand right. like hey 
this is a collaboration mm. here. So like right, right. we definitely want to like go through your catalog because you've written great things and we love but it. But you guys aren't just session guys. Like right. this wasn't the point. It's yeah, not I get yeah, that. it's not Aaron Newberry and the Sons of God. It's Sons <laughs> of God. But I think to your point after that is when we went in the room and we ended up writing retribution. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and that was the yeah, exactly. that was the so first like, like, song we, we wrote from scratch. Hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah, and we were like, ah, oh, okay, like, great. This is working. Let's do yeah. this more right. now. You know, so it was. Yeah, so yeah. To Kyle's point, we once we got through whatever hurdles or personal things, or you know, once we got through those and dealt with them and talked about it, we did write very well as a, as a five piece because everybody's creative input was heard and respected, and everybody was a very talented musician and, and, and it was like a, it was like a like a team thing like it really felt like we all got yeah. together for the same mind the same mission and just like we're in it together until we weren't right <laughs> which is a yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, whole another part later you know <laughs> so well yeah i'm kind of curious too like you mentioned how y'all started out originally with the the kind of kickstarter um format and and that being the whole ethos of the album right. and the intention you know come and live that being their whole thing i was a big fan of so long forgotten that, that's the main yeah. come and live band that i was aware of for for a long time so i kind of knew that that was their their whole vision or or mission and i i'd love to hear like on y'all's side of things at least what 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 happened between the come and live <laughs> intention and the 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 end result like was there just a a business band business meeting was it am, no. am i giving it too much credit no like, no no it that that decision had nothing to do with us that was after we were so the album was crowdfunded like we mm-hmm. did we kickstarted the whole thing you know we raised i think it was six grand to record this record and it was meant to be given away for free that's what we told people when we were doing that we had merch bundles stuff like that so we raised the money we recorded the record and as Aaron was finishing vocals was when kind of everything happened. And I mean, he mentioned it some in his interview because I know Jordan didn't listen to it, but I did go back and listen to his interview. <laughs> <laughs> go on. <laughs> um, but that that happened after the fact. So mm. I, I think my understanding of it was that essentially at some point, I don't, I don't, I wasn't there, so I don't want to say with 100% certainty, but my basic general under, and maybe Jordan knows more than I do because I know he's talked to like some other people closer to it, but my basic understanding was essentially Aaron took the masters and kind of for some reason cut ties with Come Lives and sold them to Slow Speak essentially to like get a, like a, a touring advance or something like that, I think okay. after the fact. So it was like, a decision to to sort of try to catapult the project into future like records I, or I guess, tours. Uh, like. Uh, again, like that's that's like that's long after we're gone. Because again, you think like when we left at the end of 2010, which would have been right at the beginning of 2011, the record comes out February 2012. So that's like you know right. a little over a year in in that span where it's just like we don't talk. Like, yeah, I, I remember I having not. a brief copy for, for a long time. Like once the record was done, like we didn't even have a copy of it. Like we didn't know what was going on with post-production oh, or wow. we yeah. weren't part of the mixing process. We like, part we of weren't, mixing or mastering. That was going to be my next question. For, yeah. We weren't there for vocals. Like I totally I left out of everything. 
I love Jared Fox. I think he did an incredible job with the record. Oh, I think yeah. It sounds great. It was not the vision that I remember us talking about for the record. Like, I remember us yeah. going into it, be like, we want it to be real, like, kind of lo-fi, like that devil and God kind of brand new. Like, it has that, like, real, like, earthy yeah, kind of, yeah. like, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. everything's in the room with you sound. And it came out really polished, and it sounds right. great. And the, like, there were two songs that were supposed to be instrumentals. And then we get them back, and there's vocals on it. And we're like, what oh, the heck is this? Yeah, and there's a lot of vocals <laughs> yeah. on there that that were different than what they were like i like i mean it's not a huge deal but like the course melody on keep quiet like i don't like what's on the record here as much as what it was when we wrote it i thought it was way catchier before and he kind of i think he brought it down to keep it in his range some more i like i said i wasn't i mean yeah you obviously speak to this as much or or as little as as you want but so you you said that then you kind of got like those final mixes or whatever, like way after the fact and all this stuff was changed. What, what sort of took place in between you guys tracking and then that final product. And because you guys like weren't around for that. So, um, let's see once trying to think of the best way to, to get to there. Like, because once, once Aaron kicked Jordan and Alex out and I left because I mean that's that's basically well, yeah. like 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 what ended up happening, you know? Like yeah, Aaron he talked, talked about, about that, his interview. Yeah. Like his 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 ego got got to it, and and you know he he him and Jordan weren't getting along. I don't think him and Alex were necessarily getting along. I think I think in Aaron's mind it was always like you know it was like this was like his baby, his project, and and he could, and I think it may have something to. do. I don't want to play fucking armchair therapist, so I'm not gonna yeah, say yeah. that, <laughs> but. You know, like I, I could, I can speculate and stuff like that, but I, I don't want to do that. But for whatever reason, like what it came down to was Aaron wanted, Aaron wanted to to kick Jordan and Alex out and replace them, and I didn't think that it was the right thing to do. And basically, I got the ultimatum of, well, I'm doing it anyway. And so right. I said, well, then I quit. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, we, me and Jordan and Alex started writing again together not long after that. But in that process, like while he like. Because when we left Nashville, when we were tracking the record there, Jordan, when did you leave? Because I know we went, we did pre-production. We did a quick like three or four day run in like Indiana and Ohio area. Mm -hmm. We came back, we finished writing it in that weird little shanty room we had rented that was like reeked of that lady had a thousand cats. And I thought, yeah, I was going to die. Because he's, he's super sat. It was brutal. I can relate. Yeah. But like, <laughs> I, I remember like that room, those cram sessions right before we went and recorded. We wrote yeah. uh, Under the Sun. We wrote yeah. Sea of Glass. We wrote, well, Sea of Glass was actually a song sea of that Glass me and Alex our, yeah. had, had written before. <laughs> that Aaron was like, I really like this. I want to yeah. do something with it. So, but okay. like, we cram, because I think we originally planned on recording an EP. Yeah, oh, wow. so we had like we had like mm. two more songs than like we could really fit on it. Then that would make the EP a little bit longer, right. and we had a bunch more ideas. And mm-hmm. so like we had time, and so we were just like, "Fuck it, let's do a full album, man!" Like we yeah. can do this, and we we punched out a couple more songs. Um, what was the last? But, what's the last song on the album called? I can't remember. Uh, is this uh, a dry season, or is this is this just a dry season, or is this agnosticism? That's it's a, a really title. long name. Oh, it's like, such okay. a long title. That's one of my favorite songs on the record. Jordan wrote wrote that that. intro, the key part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow! I like because I wrote that at like at my 
parents' house. That was where we like rehearsed and wrote music in like a studio in the backyard. And I wrote like the piano thing and a little drum thing to it, recorded a little like demo on the, Mm -hmm. uh, this little recorder and, and brought that. And it's like, oh, cool. And then we like worked up this whole thing. It was supposed to be like this big outro, instrumental outro for the album. And, uh, which it still was. I mean, I'm not saying right. that it is bad with the vocals on it because it is cool. So that like, whole dude. song was supposed to just be an instrumental? Yeah. Like all six minutes of it? Yeah. Dang, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember it was supposed to be an instrumental but because I remember going to think like when we were there going to Thanksgiving with Aaron and, and helping him work on – that was the only song that I think I helped him work on vocals with. But I remember coming up with some of the melody. But I don't think it was supposed to have as much – lyrics to it as it did you know a little like more minimalistic in that in that regard but just another Mm -hmm. moment that i was left out on you know it's okay (laughs) (laughs) well the the recording was weird like we went so we went to nashville to do the record and we got we left november 1st i remember because it was the day after halloween and we went there and i was i was there through i think jordan you left before i did because you came we did we did we did pre-production. We did the the four day run. We did some writing, and then we went in with Jared and started tracking. And you guys went for a week to the Brown Owl and did drums. Just you, yeah. Jared, and, and Aaron. Well, like, yeah. We, I, we, Alex and I weren't there. I, I remember out me, Alex, and my wife Kayla. She was there with me. This is all in my first year of marriage, too. So oh, that wow. may have had something to do with all. <laughs> yeah, year. yeah. I got we we started writing in January, and I got married in May. It's a great. It's a great time to write a record, right? Right when you get married. Yeah, was it? Was yeah. it? Hey, yeah. honey, I'll be gone for a while. Yeah, Bye. yeah. Bye. <laughs> my wife's my wife's a saint. When we were uh, like that year, we did a ten day tour up to like New Hampshire. Uh, we played this festival called Soul Fest. Soul Fest. And then after we left, our van's transmission went out. <laughs> and we had to leave it there and my oh, father-in-law man. and my wife and her sister my sister-in-law they all jumped in a 15 passenger yeah. van that their church had Legends. like immediately oh, just like dang. drove all yeah. through the night like straight just came and got wow. us and then just came back there like yeah no questions asked like we love you guys we believe in what you're doing like wow awesome. he was a machine dude he was awesome dude he was a be- and we were all so exhausted man because we, we had been like yeah. arguing and fighting it was so fucking stressful right. like scotty was with us dude. scotty was with us oh, and he did not God. get along with aaron at all <laughs> dude dude you remember the guy that picked us up on the side of the road that was like drunk and eating ice cream and that dude saved our bacon too because he was like dude our vans like we were going up a hill and it just like stopped wouldn't go anymore so like we had to like back the trailer onto this curb and we were like oh my god like, oh, yeah. it's not going like what do we do and this drunk dude just like pulls up and he's like you guys need a lift and he took oh, us in right. two trips because he went on he hooked up our trailer and he took us like 15 minutes down the road to drop us off at our hotel went back and picked up the rest of us and he talked to us about how much he loved prostitutes and like dude like mcdonald's ice cream and like <laughs> dude it was it was fucking wild man. Oh, my god. it was absolutely wild but yeah, I feel like there's so many stories that keep like popping up in my head. Like, I keep, yeah. but anyways, yeah. what what I meant to say was was that my wife is a saint. Uh, she's <laughs> still with me through that, um, <laughs> and my father-in-law is awesome as well. They, well, like I, I think, I think that I think this record owes a lot to them, and that never got credit for. Oh, I yeah. think there's a lot of people like you, like Jordan's parents too. Like, if it's not for 
for his parents, Barry and Donna, like we don't have space to like, like we wrote a lot of this record in Greenville at my father-in-law's church and some spots there. And then like the same thing, like Jordan's parents have a practice space there too. And we did a lot there. Um, They've always been nothing but supportive, letting us borrow vans, trailers. Um, Like my, my parents, my dad gave us that van. We never paid him anything for it. It broke down and we, we junked it up there. Like, it was the old Yosemite van and my dad yeah. had got bought it from Yosemite and he let us use it and just never took anything back. They all oh, like, man. you know, like my parents, I remember my parents giving like the last $400 we needed in our Kickstarter, like little, little things like that are like, yeah. like, mm. like things that, that I remember that I want to call attention to like people that help make this band and this record that we're talking about, like possible more so than just us, the guys that played on it. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude. That's that's as someone that so feels like they've been kind of in the shat in the shadow of this record for so long and not really like I said, it wasn't about getting attention or anything like that. But I think if someone deserves some praise for this record, it's the people that supported us along the way. Absolutely, like, man. You know, like yeah. I, I that I think that's one thing that kind of rubbed me a little raw. Like Aaron and I Aaron and I have talked. He called me a couple like a few years back and like apologized like profusely, and I believe his apology. My biggest, my biggest thing is I don't know if he understands the weight of what his decision held in the long term to not right. just me, but like my family, like my, like people that were close to me, like people that supported us as a band that it felt like he turned his back onto, you know. Yeah, that's yeah. valid. Um, yeah. So I mean, I think I think that's that would be like my biggest thing with that. But yeah, because I think there's so many artists out there and bands that have an army of people behind them that you know, a lot of their fans never know about. Right. Right. So I think it's really cool that you have the opportunity here to like actually shout them out like by name or, or by the description of the, their love of McDonald's ice cream. (laughs) 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 I remember, I remember we gave him a t-shirt. We're like, Hey man, can we pray for you? And he was like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm good. I'm good. I got my eyes. All right. Like, no, nah, I'm good. It's like, Oh no, we're going to do it anyway. And he was just like, stood there. <laughs> Prayers are answered, dude. McDonald's ice cream machine was not broken. Okay. I mean, yeah, dude. They weren't cleaning it. Hey, yeah. it wasn't broken and they weren't cleaning it. It was, yeah, I got my ice cream. I keep your prayers for the next guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> hey jammers i always feel weird calling saying jammers why now. it's the best because we don't we don't do it consistently enough we only do it whenever it deserves to and be overused that's true all we right hey jammers thanks for taking time out of your podcast listening experience to join us here in adland where we're gonna talk about clyde records ClydeRecords.com, in fact, is the the URL that you would want to go to to experience everything that Collide Records has to offer. And it is amazing. What do they what do they have? They got all kinds of music that you would want. CDs, vinyl, music that we cover on the show, that a lot of artists that you'll hear here. And then also just other artists is not limited to that. So you can pick up something that you're hearing us talk about on the show and then something else, you know, that just came out from a big time artist. They got anything that you want, really. YouTube. YouTube. They got that new, yeah, Songs of Surrender, that big old box set. They got that. So, and the cool thing is that they've got big releases, but they've also got some like pretty niche stuff in there that like is hard to find, mm-hmm. especially if you're looking at CDs. I've picked up a few rare CDs from Collide and it's uh, it's 
pretty cool. So they got some good stuff on there to find. Stuff that you can't really find in print anymore. That's the coolest thing. You know, for all of you haters out there saying that we sold out, uh-uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said that, Kylan. Everyone's saying movie? that about us these days. <laughs> uh-uh-uh. <laughs> Listeners, he just waved his finger. He wagged his finger at us. This is legitimately staying in the please, though, please for sure. Um, yeah, no, we love Collide Records, man, because like, yeah, the inventory that they have is just astounding uh, for music nerds like ourselves, and for our listeners. If you find something that you really like on CollideRecords.com at checkout, if you type in Church Jams Now in the promo code section, you get twenty percent off. That's so good. Your first purchase, yeah. You get 20% off your first purchase, which is just I think we can all confirm that it does work. Yes, yes. We've all confirmed that it works, which is so cool. cool. Yeah, uh, I love being able to partner with Collide Records. I'm going to say it one more time, and then we'll get back to the show. Visit CollideRecords.com, and if you find something that you really love when you're checking out in the promo code section, type in Church Jams now for 20% off your first purchase. Sweet, sweet savings. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, no. uh, uh, uh. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> so I want to transition just a little bit. Uh, Jordan, I want to talk to you a little bit about tracking drums for the record. Yeah. Cause I, so I'm, I'm literally, I'm looking back through my notes for the, because uh, listeners of the show will know that I have negative attention span and I don't remember anything that ever happens on the show. <laughs> After he says something, it's immediately jettisoned from his memory. It's just completely gone. But uh, literally, like my first note on the on the first song on the record is, "Man, those drums are so good." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, thanks, dude. Yeah, you went. Yeah, hard, you hyped up the drums a lot. Yeah, dude. Dude, there's there's some fills on this record that I like are like ingrained in my brain that are just like I. I'm so fortunate to have been able to play with like great drummers before. Like Jordan and I are super spoiled. We grew up in an area with some really, really cool bands around here and have some really cool friends from those bands that are great musicians. But like I, I've had the privilege of knowing and playing music with this guy until he moved to Nashville for years and years. And I didn't realize what an honor that was until he was gone. You know, Dude, I get it, man. TJ, TJ was my drummer for years and then he moved to France. And then I was like, Oh, there's, I like, I just took this for granted. It was like, Oh wait, not every drummer is like this. Like does not vibe with me like this. Yeah, I didn't know this podcast episode was going to be a drum love fest, but I'm here Hell for yeah, it. Dude. That's the, cool. Me. The the <laughs> fill yeah. coming out of the bridge and under the sun, like where it's like, God, God, it's so sick, dude. It's so good. Well, I was I was particularly excited about recording on that album because I had I had joined Advent. I don't know if you guys are familiar there with that band, but it's a hardcore band also based out of North Carolina, but um, I joined that band in 2009 and that I joined on the tour that they released an album called naked and cold. And so I had never recded or written on anything. Is Joe playing Advent. the drums on all those records? No, it's a guy named, a guy named Chris Ankeline. Oh, okay. Um, who is a monster. He's a machine. He's so Dude. good. He's so good. Yeah. So good. But um, I think he just, kind of wanted to transition off of touring so much and 
be more at home. I think he still plays, but I hope he does. He's so good. He used to work at the bottle shop here in Winston. At uh, yeah, he, he got into selling, years years. being a wine seller. Um, but um, man, he was so mm. good. But yeah, so I was like hungry to you know <laughs> prove something and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. show out a little bit. I don't know. I just was like yeah, I, I wanted like do something because we're we were touring and playing a bunch of shows, and I was like, man, I really want to write and record with Advent <laughs> yeah, and yeah. do something. And, you know, just didn't have that opportunity. And we had like started writing a couple things, a couple songs, but uh, just never got a chance to record it. So for that record, I was like, okay, what do we got? Get to show off <laughs> <Yeah>. a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, let's do some crazy fills. You know, that's why I was like, let's do this heavy part, you know, because right. I was doing Advent stuff. Well, that's what's cool. That's what struck me specifically, uh, I think, about the record. I... Uh, I do remember on our episode referencing Acidy's Burn a lot. And I think you guys, yeah. and, and now finding out that like the, the two of y'all specifically kind of like played in a lot of bands and kind of, kind of came up together. Oh, yeah. it, it, it makes a lot of sense because y'all have like a similar kind of ease together. Like you can tell like yeah. there's a real intersection of vibe and technicality of like you guys like know like when to get heavy when to like back yeah. off and stuff it's like yeah you can tell we we always call Acidies Burn Louisiana's finest jazz band uh, so <laughs> I was just, I was just listening to that episode yesterday <laughs> so nice. so maybe maybe y'all can be North Carolina's greatest North jazz Carolina's. band there you go <laughs> I don't know how to there spell jazz well, I can't. Uh, it's got I an A. It. It's, a a a it's got an A. Yeah, with a Y. Jazz yeah. with a Y. Jazz. The Jays. Wait, are we, jazz. we talking about the Utah Jazz? Carl Malone, <laughs> Dallas Stockton. Yeah, that was my team on NBA well, Jam. You guys yeah. play NBA Jam? Hell yeah, I played NBA Jam. Oh, wow. Utah Jazz, baby. Carl Malone, John Stockton. Let's go. Mm, buckets. <laughs> I was a Hornets right. man. Okay, back to, the some drums. Drums. Yeah. back to the drums. Back to the drums. Back to the drums. It's enough about you guys. Get back I got a to question. I got a question for you, Jordan. There was something I think Kyle shared uh, with us when he was giving us some dirty deets on the recording oh, about some chains on a kick drum. Bro. Oh, yeah. I sent some what pictures in there. Tell me, picture tell me of it about in the, this. In the pictures I sent. I want to see nice. the picture. I'm trying to remember. We'll have to share those. Oh, was, it, uh, was that for Sea of Glass? I think so. It has like it's. I think you played it like a like. I remember stopping Did by I play it with a when mallet? that was happening. Yeah, but we had like there's Whoa. like chains and there's a tambourine on it and there's all yeah. sorts of shit on there. That's so yeah, because yeah, it was like we want to mm. we want to give it this haunting vibe. So like okay, mm-hmm. let's let's like give it that chains. I don't know, like something boomy with a mallet. Let's go right. big. And um, <laughs> what's that? Uh, What's that Christmas story? Um, the Bob Humbug. What's that guy's name? Wow, my brother. Scrooge. Ebenezer Scrooge. Ebenezer Scrooge. Give it the. I almost said Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> yeah, him too. It's okay. Well, because the guy is in his money. Jacob Marley, and I almost said Bob Marley. Yeah. It's got that real Bob Marley vibe. <laughs> yeah, Scrooge yeah, McDuck, Bob great. Marley. That's what we they were, were vibing we're in the studio. Really that good. Day. We know what we're talking about. <laughs> But yeah, uh, hey, I just was we're thinking we're about all in like, our mid to late thirties, so we like, can be forgiven. Yeah. We've thought oh, about it. Oh, so right. Yes, 
That's okay. it. Yeah, we'll have yeah. to share yeah. that picture. Dude, there's two tambourines on that kick drum. I don't know if you guys can see <laughs> yeah. One wasn't Chains, good enough. a towel, and two tambourines. And a lot of tape, which oh. is the right move. Well, you oh. know, oh. the tape is on there drums. because Jordan tried to cut his own, you know, sound or like air vent in there and sliced <laughs> oh, no. the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I play I come, I play the drums. Come and okay? live Beat and learn. Them skins, man. I don't build them. I play them. Yeah. <laughs> so, what are y'all's favorite? I would like to know favorite songs. You can also talk about favorite moments as well. But I would like to know: Do you have a favorite song or songs that you're the most proud of, or you just enjoy the most from the record? Jordan, you go first. What is the? Is it under the sun? The dun 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's probably one of my favorites because it's like kind of scratched all those itches for me of like wanting to do something heavy, but like keep it creative with good melodies right. and all the guitar parts working well together and his vocals mm. for that. Everything just it just worked out really, really well together. And that was one that we all wrote together as a unit, you know? Cool. So it was like, all right, this is ours. We wrote it from scratch. And we all kind of got to hit our fix in, in this one song. That's right. That was that's, one of those nice. ones we wrote in those Nashville cram sessions, like right before we went in. And I remember, yeah, I remember you and me coming up with like starting that. Cause I started playing that riff because we had just listened yeah. to acts to fall by converge. Oh yeah, dude. and what is what is that song? That song's like ah, oh, God, I can't even remember how it goes. But I remember it having like a slow, kind of like chuggy riff like that. And I was, I had the baritone out, and I was like, yeah, gun 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 gun, and it just oh, Jordan's eyes were like, yeah, 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 that's the one. And Jordan's eyes got like this big. He's like, let's go, let's go, and and it just like I. I think we wrote that song in like two or three hours. Like a good riff to me is like a Red Bull. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah, yeah, let's go, let's go, let's go. I think my favorite song on the record is Ghosts, which is another one that, like, Aaron had that kind of guitar riff, but like, we all kind of wrote that together. And it's just like, it's so sweet. And the production on it is perfect. And there's actually, so I remember on the episode you guys asking or saying something about the auto tune vocals at the end. Mm hmm. Yeah. So fun fact about that is that's originally done by I think his name's Josh, a singer for a band called Edison Glass. You oh, guys remember yeah. the band Edison, oh, Glass? Edison yeah. Glass? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he does guest vocals on that song. I don't know if you you pick oh, up on it or not, but at the end there he did. But so he originally sang that part that's auto tuned by Aaron, and he's got you know he's got that really really high beautiful uh-huh. range, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But the time signature, like something about the time from where he had recorded it, like and sent it over to Jared. Jared, the guy, Jared Fox that produced the record, mm-hmm. he used to work for, I can't remember his name, but he did Fiends by Chasing Victory and he Nathan did the Edison Glass record. Yeah, yeah. So Dantzler, yeah. that's right. That's right. So um, Jared used to work for Dantzler when he was doing those records. So he had uh, rapport with the guys at Edison Glass and he was like, reached out to him was like, hey, would you want to do guest vocals on the song? Which I love. But, um, that auto tune part was part of Josh's vocals that wouldn't sync up with the track once they got sent for some reason. And so Aaron had to redo them and he put auto tune on them to give it some sort of effect, which I'm not super crazy about, but it works. It's, it's fine. Okay. So those are Aaron's vocals. They're not the, they're not Josh's. 
them are still so like there's a really high harmony it's like better breathing deep finally finally it's never there's like a background it's like, it's never too late. like you can hear it's real oh, high okay. in the background, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's um but th- but that's that's him but that song just like I get chills like even now, like when I listen to it or I play along to it or something like that. Cause I still go back through this record like, nice. once a month and just like play. Yeah. Like, I don't know now. I'm kind of, I kind of want to change my favorite song now. Cause that's the one I've probably listened to the most. That song goes <laughs> like, and yeah, then, and then to the follow most. it, follow it up with, yeah. follow it up with son on the run. is just like that, that, that could be a two song album. And I would just like, right. <laughs> <laughs> just like, there's they're powerful, man. They, they like, mm. they, just do something inside of me. Yeah. Oh, I love those records. Places. Yeah. Ghost, ghost kind of had it all. Yeah. That's just, I mean, just the whole, like the riff, the melodies, the strings, God, that's, um, yeah, that's Jared's wife, Kara and, and one of her friends. Hmm, um, cool. she's like a session cello player and, and they did live strings wow. on that, which is something that Aaron did after the fact. But the strings are incredible. Like everything is just so. But we so talked. Good we are. We t- talked about having strings on the album. Before. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 But it was just um. I don't know. That song scratched the spot for me. And there's a there's one little part at the end of the song. Keep quiet. So originally that song finished out like with like a big course. You know, like you know on the record it does this thing where it it you know you get through the bridge and it like drops down and it does like this really pretty soft like course and the the little guitar part that i'm playing is just one of my favorite little parts that i've ever written on anything so that's, um, that's in the bridge nice. of keep quiet you said yeah it's it's just like this little riff that i play at the end and it's just it's just i don't know it's really cool nice. i like that's it a lot so rad. that's fun rad. to play so i have a question i don't know if this is a good question or not and so josh and tj can can pivot if it's not but Okay, so there's 12 songs on on that record. If you guys could today, if you could do like like a some kind of live set of like I don't know, maybe maybe let's like four or five songs uh from yeah. this record. How would you how would you structure that set list? Jordan, what would you? I think I'm still I'm sticking with Masters of Flattery to open with. I mean, that's like what we were opening oh, dude, our last yeah. couple shows with, yeah, and that's just yeah, like it. Just like it's a per- yeah, like yeah. you guys said on there, like it's a perfect record opener, man. Just yeah, like, it really do, is. It's a perfect live show opener too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah, that's a good. I would definitely one. start with that one. As as good as, as much know. as I love like ghosts and stuff like that, like I don't know if like if I only got four or five songs to play, I'm thinking I'm I'm playing straight heaters, man. Like I want to do yeah, right. Masters of the Flattery. Masters I want to do. Uh, we're probably gonna do Doubt because Doubt was the single off the record. Doubt was the song yeah. everybody loved. Like it, and it's Would you know like do it's keep a great quiet. Song. Uh, I don't know, man. Keep quiet is kind of like it's it's like full band and it's loud, but it's still kind of like drag. You know, like, so, like, I feel like I'd do those two and I'd probably hit, like, I definitely want to play. Which one was, had the weird drum beat that started? I don't even know my own album. <laughs> <laughs> no, Keep, keep Quiet's the one that has that weird, like, bat, bat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's oh, yeah, Keep yeah. Quiet. Because it's that I always weird, wanted like, to play that drum live. Yeah. Yeah. I always wanted to play that live. I was like, I wonder if I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can. I think you can. Yeah. 
Well, what, uh, song you, what songs are you closing with? What's the closer? So yeah. Masters is the uh, opener. Man, we can close with Ghosts. I don't know. You think so? Do you remember we used to open with that song Dangerous? You remember that like slow acoustic song we would like like really really mellow? We would open with Dangerous. No, I you remember so much. <laughs> yeah, I remember <laughs> that era. I have like erased that year. <laughs> I remember uh, it all, man. Like, all right, we're gonna chuck that year in the toilet because also at the same time that this was happening, that I got kicked out of Suns uh, Advent was calling it quits hanging it up mm-hmm. and so like all both of these were just kind of like the carrot dangling in front of me that i'm just seeing at all times walking and like okay just uh, a big what's kick next in the pants. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we started a band called over the earth there's no why a or why in that so. <laughs> yeah no yeah there's an a, it's not what, an a over the air yeah <laughs> yeah but that was like a year after all of that i had I no dude like we started southern gospel group oh i remember you did that yeah that was yeah, weird. called the gospel <laughs> stylistics i was like yeah i oh, got it from church what was that barney oh marty barney dude no oh, barney 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 yeah. that's right barney what a gem. one of the best experiences ever dude dude you but the gospel i want to put that band on blast right now there you can't find them on the internet anywhere boys the gospel stylistics gospel Mm. we played marvin sap marvin (laughs) marvin sap the the football player yeah the football player wait is that his name marvin sap Never could have made it. Never would have made it. Jordan's bringing like real grandpa energy now. He's got a couple whiskeys and he's like, (laughs) (laughs) well, you know. Marvin Sapp, yeah. (laughs) You guys think I don't know what I'm talking about. Google or uh, look on Spotify. Marvin Sapp never would have made it. What are we going to, what are we closing the set with, Jordan? What are we, I don't know. Let's do a cover. (laughs) (laughs) Heck yeah, dude. All right, hold on. What are we closing out with? On the set. Uh, oh, no, dry back to the album. Dry season. The last song. The last song, dude. We're going to get That's heavy good. as ball. Yeah. And that we're going to go for sick. seven minutes or whatever. Yeah. Dude. Just instrumental yeah. still, right? Just, yes. Just instrumental. <laughs> I don't care. Mute dude. the vocals. <laughs> the, the weirdest part of the show. So, like, just front of house. Just mute the vocal. Dude, just cut, yeah. him, cut him out. Front of house. Like, mute them. Not even in the monitors. <laughs> yeah. Just gone. Yeah, it's great. Um, I played drums for a country artist here in Nashville, and they would mute his acoustic <laughs> right out. <laughs> so bad. That is it's like all this, like yeah, George Strait. He's got a guitar up there. He's dumb. Yeah, it's not coming through the system. Like that's a that's a country thing. They're up there playing <laughs> yeah, acoustic. No, like, it's not coming through. It's not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> no, miming it up there. I mean, he was playing. He had. His guitar and his in here. He sounded great. He was like, hey, man, you guys hear me? Best show ever. Best show ever. Hey, man, did you hear me hit that lick and stranglehold tonight, man? I nailed it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm closing with that. And and then the nice thing is, like, the first half of that song, I don't have to play anything. Like, I'm just not doing anything. Hands off. Until that. Yeah, yeah, that's I don't play anything until then. So good. When you come in on that guitar, I remember I when we did part. that the first time. We did that for when we were writing that song. I was like, I have an idea. 
and I tuned my guitar down super, super low for that. That's in like no, I was in for that. Sharp. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, just stop right here and just let me go. And it stopped and I went, Dana. Mm-hmm. Nice. <laughs> I want to jump out of a window on our dude. Kyle, I wanted to get awesome. on, on that guy right uh, there on record because you talked about in the email that you sent us about the original title of the record and how that changed because that's interesting. Yeah, that was like yeah, this is an interesting cover for this album title. Yeah. So we originally had talked about like it was originally we were going to call it like I remember us talking about it in the studio when we recorded we were going to call it Under the Sun. Like that was supposed to be the name of the, the album. Oh yeah. And then when it came out, it was called Keep Quiet because I I don't know. I guess it's a catchier title. I don't I don't know. I genuinely It was a message. No <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, it was a message keep, to y'all specifically. It was a message to me. <laughs> keep quiet. You don't want to hear me great. checking him on anything anymore. He's like, no, <laughs> don't have keep quiet, Jordan. That's good. I can't believe you had Joe Mustin call me. <laughs> I didn't but did anyway. y'all like go through and like pick the artwork already out because nope. the artwork goes no. very well with under the sun or do they just no. you know, just like we're not gonna change the artwork we'll keep the artwork but just call it keep we didn't, we didn't have, have any of that like none of that was none of that was like decided on like i remember us tossing some ideas around and stuff like that of things we might like i don't even remember what they were they weren't that like that was just like how, did Charles do that album artwork? I think so. I, I think so. You remember he I did? So. Do you remember he did the video for Doubt, the original video for Doubt, and Aaron, and then they didn't like it and they didn't use it. Charles did it. Yeah, you don't remember that? <laughs> no, it was man, all like, like I said. I, I erased all. <laughs> I remember. I remember us like you. Charles sent it to you, and I remember you showed it to me, and they like did a video where it's like you know, it's like them playing, oh. you know, but it's all shadows and stuff like that. Oh, it kind of like the cover that. almost, and they they were like, no, we don't like this. So instead, they went with this like, uh, like hodgepodge of like a, you know, like one of those music videos where it's like all clips from live performances. Like, okay, yeah, see, yeah, guys, yeah. this is why this is why me and Kyle worked well over the years <laughs> together because like <laughs> I don't remember anything, and he's got all the data. He's got all the data, and our chemistry works well. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm this just doesn't like, sound familiar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's we 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 always on the show refer to Josh as our collective memory and our yeah, archivist. Because yeah. <laughs> I need DJ people I like that. Can't keep someone's, anything someone's straight. Got well, it. that's someone's why, like, do it, you know, <laughs> text me and was like, "Hey, these guys just tagged us in a podcast about the Suns record," and I was like, "Oh, what?" The- <laughs> <laughs> and I listened to it like immediately so that day. Random. And like as you guys were going through it, like every little note you had, I was like, I remember we did that because of this and this and this and this. You know, like like it was all right. like just like it was all there. Like I remember um what's the guy that did all the old Reliant K records? Mark Townsend. Um, yeah, yeah, Townsend. Townsend. So so Jared was buddies with Mark Townsend, and I remember he had told him that he was doing a record and he was like you got to come buy and borrow some gear. You got to come buy and borrow some gear. So him and Aaron went over there and they came back with like two pedal train pros just full of pedals and oh, like nice. duffel bags with pedals in them. And he was just like, they said that they got there and like, he was just like, try this, try this, try this, try this. So like, I think I used a different guitar. 
guitar on every song. Like <laughs> Jared and I sat down with all the guitars on that record. Like we did, we did, we did mine first, and then we did Alex's, and then we did Aaron's. And him and I just sat and nerded out and tweaked guitar tones and just like, no, That's I so think random. this pedal will be really cool. Like, like some of the heavier guitar parts are like, uh, this like JTM forty five like plexi head that Jared had called a keck. I've never seen another one in my life. But um. And then we ran it with, he had an Epiphone Les Paul with 59s in it. And we ran it through a matchless hot box. Like, like I remember these things, you know, like <laughs> not most of the, most of the overdrive tones that I would use would be my orange that I had at the time with, I would hit it with either a true tone boost or a Marshall, an old vintage Marshall Shredmaster pedal was what oh, I would nice. use a lot. Yeah. So like, I mean, we just had like so so like like that's another thing like like town like all these people that just like invested in this record with their time and their their gear and their just all these all these things like Jordan. I remember you used like three or four different snares. I think from like, Shine drums. Well, you had you had a you oh, had a one from Shine, guy. and then you had there was like a vintage Gretsch metal snare there. I think that you used. Oh yeah. Hmm. Oh. I'm sure there's photos somewhere that could show like what gear I actually used, but because um, you were still yeah, it was all you were still playing your pearls at that point too. Yeah, I had you had a pearl you hadn't <laughs> export. I didn't. Dude, that, just was, that after, was my drum set for years. It's dude, so like, if you put good heads on it, man. put good heads on it, you figure out how to tune, and you're good to go. I mean, pearl makes <laughs> it a Same darn thing. fine drum. Um, sorry, I'm just digging into your grandpa vibes since you guys came. <laughs> no, I love it. I'm here for it. Uh, Have another whiskey, grandpa. Uh, it's a, it's all it. that gray hair you're getting, buddy. Yeah, I don't I see that. any. I, I don't know what you're talking so, about. Um, so, J- Jordan, yeah. you you touched on it briefly, but I do want to ask, like, what are you guys up to now? Like, what are y'all what are y'all doing now musically? Like personally, I'm eating some food at about well, 10 yeah. p.m. Uh, oh. <laughs> Good for you, man. <laughs> Just living the dream. Just living the yes. dream. Eating food. The the yeah. McFlurry machine at one broken. I'm good to go. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. No, but musically, you mean like first? Yeah, each, yeah, yeah. Each yeah. Um, well, I still play drums for Advent, um, and we actually just recorded. Uh, a new EP, um, so we'll we'll be releasing some new music soon. Oh, sick! Nice. And then um, I'm affiliated with the artist that we've talked about in the podcast uh, by the name of Yosemite Mudflap. Uh, and so we're him and I are working together on some things that are fun. Um, and then I just Amazing. freelance drums and play for some other artists. Um, and uh, yeah, I live in Nashville. Travel, is that what you're doing, doing just that? a professional musician? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You pay the bills? Yeah. Impressive. No, I mean, there's uh, odd jobs here and there and some tours, uh, merchandise management. Was, that's what Kyle, was, when he started the podcast, was talking about Toby Mac. Because um, <laughs> I'll, I'll tour with Toby Mac sometimes and do merchandise. As Yosemite Mudflap? <laughs> no, they wish. <laughs> but, yeah. No, everybody part of that whole crew and camp is awesome. That's awesome. Very nice. cool. That's cool. What about you, Kyle? You I don't doing? play much. I just I just play at home, man. That's it. I get that. Ah, oh, that's a shame. We gotta we gotta get those 
sweet guitar licks back out into the world. We need to get a over uh, over the earth uh, round two. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Jordan and I did a band after after Suns called Over the Earth. That second EP that we put out, Jordan is probably one of my favorite. Like it's 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 right up there with this Suns record as like one of my most proud musical accomplishments. Like we yeah, wrote that record nice. from nothing. We recorded it ourselves in you recorded it. The studio in Georgia, yeah, you guys were there and helped too. Like, like we recorded it ourselves. Like, like we just, I mean, that record, it was, that band was fun because it was, I mean, Scotty played with us for a long time and then we had Matt and Corey, but it was just kind of like, like Jordan and I just were just like, fuck it, let's do it. And yeah, we'll do our own thing. Like, like I said, we recorded ourselves. We, Jordan pressed it like, their hand stamped like on the like there's oh, cool. it's not streamable anywhere was, like, like we burned them on a right cd now. Like, like where is it like diy stuff. yeah like i i is there any way we can get that up on spotify or something jordan do you know how to do that it's on it's on Bandcamp. oh cool oh, is it? I was oh, just looking okay there. cool sweet mm-hmm. where is it cool what's the name of the ep oh the uh, it's called EP? man man, oh, man. Is it not? yeah it'd be over the earth in c i think is what it is all right, I'm looking it up right now. It's, I'm always down to find new music to listen to. Kyle Laster, Corey Doran, and Jordan McGee. Yeah, yeah, that's it. We had our buddy Matt, Matt. played bass. Who was Josh? We, that we had Matt, that guitarist for beloved. The lead guitarist for beloved played bass for us. Like, bass. We, we, <laughs> we made him play bass. You like know, you're pigeon. pretty good. Amazing, yeah. but why don't pigeon. you? <laughs> We're like, hey Matt, can you learn these songs on bass? And he's like. Uh yeah, like, yeah. He, sorry, sorry, to to <laughs> sorry, he was stoked to play bass, but it was like, yeah, of course you, you can learn these songs. Again. Like, yeah. Oh man, he was great. I love those but guys. That was fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. So I just have one last question, but so I want to open it up to Josh or TJ if y'all got any other questions y'all want to ask. Josh usually has a couple in the pocket. I've got, I've got a lot. I'm just cycling through them, but I just want to know, like we we've talked about it a little bit, but what y'all, how y'all view the legacy of this record and the thing that y'all made, and and I'll say for me, um, like I don't know, maybe we're double dipping a little too much on this one album, but like for me, like I'm really stoked to have this conversation to one have like bring this up on the podcast so we can just like have it out there to tell more people about it, but then to give, mm-hmm. have our podcast just be like a, a vehicle and really just an excuse to be like, Hey, come on and talk about like the music that you made that you're proud of. Like, yeah. that's what it's, I really yeah. want this podcast to do and to be. And so like, I would want to hear from y'all, like, I don't know, how do y'all feel about it now that it's 13 years that it's been out? It's, <clears throat> or it's been out for 11 years. You recorded it 13 years ago. How do you view it now? Well, obviously with, a lot of like some drama that happened back in the day and all this stuff, but like, what's your, how do you feel about it? What's your view on its legacy? Yeah. 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 Man, for me looking back at it, like I'm, I'm very, very proud of it. Like, even though like the, the changes were made without our input, whether it be artwork or added vocals or, you know, whatever, like I still am excited to show it to people and like, I put it, it's a part of my resume and like, I'm, I'm proud of it. I'm proud of the creative work, but that time period as a whole is not a positive one. And so it's, it's, it's 50, 50, like it is a time of, of hurt and pain, 
because I gave, I gave all of me to that, right. to that project, uh, like where I was spiritually then with my friends and making new friends and like growing as a musician and a creative songwriter and all of that. Like it was just, I gave everything I had and then it was taken away. And so it was a lot of hurt from that, but also I still have this thing that I gave all of myself to. And I, and there is something to show for it, you know, because we did pour in a lot of the goodness of what we wanted to convey through this album, whether it be what we were talking about or the emotion of the music, you know, I I think it was captured. So I'm, I'm still proud of it. That's so rad. Yeah. And I'm, I'm hoping, you know, I, you know, fully understand all of the, the hurt associated with that, but I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, you know, at least a little bit, the fact that like, we do this show and, and at least for us, like, like I said, like we've, we've had conversations with people online that are also just like, fuck yeah, this record is amazing. Uh, so at least for, for, for y'all, I hope that like tips the scales ever so slightly that there are people that's that really still, cool like, to hear that. Like, yeah. Appreciating and loving that record. <laughs> yeah. We, we definitely hope that y'all personally feel sort of seen and celebrated and appreciated for like what you put into that work. No, I, I mean, I, I want to say like, I, I really appreciate you guys like doing yeah. this podcast. I think your pod, I'd never heard of your podcast before you guys did the Suns record, but <laughs> since listening to that, like I've gone back and I was, I've, I've been listening to like a couple every day cause I do a lot of driving for my work and it's, it's some blast, man. Like you guys are, it's really cool. And I just, I really appreciate the opportunity to come on here. And yeah, after 13 years to, to get to talk about this thing that we made that like, I mean, Jordan, I don't think I can, I can say it any better than, than you did. Like you took the words right out of my mouth. Like I'm so incredibly, incredibly proud of this record. Uh, The work that we put into it. I have so many good memories from writing and recording this record. And I have a lot, a lot, a lot of hurt from it. And I don't like, I don't know if the weight of that hurt, has been fully realized by everyone involved. Like it, because it wasn't just like, it wasn't just like me and Jordan that were hurt from like feeling like, like, just like he said, like I, I put everything I had in me. That's why I love this record so much. Like it's yeah, everything yeah. that I wanted to do and what I felt like I was supposed to and called to do at the time. Mm. And it felt like somebody pulled the rug out from under me and that, that hurt me. But then like, after listening to you guys podcast, I was like talking to like my wife about it. And she was like, it hurt me to see you have to go through that. You know, like I literally had my husband who I cared and loved about and supported in every which way. And I could not help him. Like, and he hasn't been the same, like since, you know, like, yeah, I don't want to say that. Like I, I'm still carrying this baggage. Like I, I never, but I am at, at some point, you know, like I didn't like Jordan and I played a little bit together after that, but nothing was ever really the same after this, you know, like Alex, I never played again. Like he played at church after that, but he never, he's never played in another band again. You know, Mm. like Mm. I don't, I don't know what happened to Jacob. I know last I heard from Jacob after all that, um, he had had a baby. Oh, nice. Really? I mean, that was like, like five or six years ago, man. I'm pretty sure. Oh, man. But that's awesome. Yeah. But like the, like my in-laws, like my family and stuff that it's like, you think about like my, parents like who supported me and supported not, like not only me but like jordan 
Like they supported yeah. every project that Jordan and I were together, yeah. just like his parents Absolutely. did for me. You know, like Jordan's parents gave mm-hmm. him my first Bible after I got saved. You know, like <laughs> which is wild to think about. It's also wild to think That's about crazy. that. Like, you know what? You know what's the craziest thing to think about is that like when I got saved, I had been talking to Aaron about Jesus, hmm. like on on, hmm. on like MySpace and or like oh, AIM or something oh, like wow. that. You know, yeah. like like. So like him was he was involved in that like and then to have that that person it like just kinda yeah yeah, yeah. like yeah. take that you know like it's like yeah. it's really it's a really really elaborate situation that happened to us. And I right. I like the opportunity to get to talk about that and kind of share yeah. my side of, of like what that what this record means to me. I think it's amazing that people are still listening to this record because I say it every year on the anniversary and I, I tell my wife this all yeah. the time. I still believe in this record. I still believe this record holds power. I believe that it holds spirit and I believe that God's words in this record, whether you want to listen to it for that or not. I mean, if you, I also think that it's just got some heaters on it. Yeah. And I think it's, it's got some really, really, some songs that I really, really like. Yeah, it's yeah. just songs. You know? So if people can just listen to it and just be like, man, that record just, I love it. You know, like, that's really cool. Like talking to Josh today, I was like, he said that he was listening to the record to, to like prep mm-hmm. for the, the video or something like that. And I was like, Oh cool. Two monthly streams this month. And he said that there were like <laughs> 750 some. And I was like, I was like, I don't listen to it that much, you know, like, <laughs> so like unique, that's unique yeah. listeners. Is what yeah. That is. It's yeah. Amazing. Nice. Like, like we weren't a big band at all. I felt like we could have been, I felt like we had the opportunity. I yeah. felt like it was right there, you know? Like, mm-hmm. and I'm not, again, like, I'm not saying that that's what we wanted to be, but there was like, there was momentum behind this. Like, it felt like we yeah. were, we were moving, man. Like we were, but people are still listening to it. People still enjoy it. And it's, yeah, I think it's a, I think, I think the records age well. I think it's still something that people could put on now. And it's not like, oh, I could see why you would be into that when you were 15, you know? Right. Like, yeah. I think sure. it's a record that could come out now and people would still be like, Hey, this is a, this is a solid record. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's okay. CJN listeners, take a drink. The beauty of this podcast is is <laughs> literally that because I, kind of what you're saying too of like, you know, you you were in a big band, you felt like there is like this this opportunity, this moment in time where like you you could have been is something that I think the three of us as hosts have all been all had different experiences that we're relatively similar. You know what I mean? Like we're all like, you know, this podcast now is like something we, we, we just do for fun, but we all like, especially like in our early twenties, we're like, okay, like this is the band that's going to make it. Or like, this is the band that's going to quote unquote make it. So it's something that like we personally relate to. That's why I think throughout this interview, I feel like I've, I've been able to relate to you guys uh, quite a bit. And it's just, I don't know. I, I, and that's the thing is like for me personally, if someone had been like, yeah, you know, there there's people that still appreciate this art that 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 you created a long time ago. Th- that's all I want to do. I just want to talk about music. And so, and yeah. you guys made some fucking rad music 13 years ago, and <laughs> Thanks, uh, I'm glad we got an Thank opportunity you. to to yeah, actually man. talk to the people that made it. Because yeah, we we uh, Josh, TJ, and I do this literally constantly we only record for like three hours a week but we spend the rest of the week literally just doing this and talking about it so it's super cool to bring other people in uh and have that conversation so i super appreciate you guys uh, oh man i'm taking the excited time that i was 
able to be a part of it. Yeah. I'm gl- I'm glad you're I'm glad you're able to do this, Jordan. It's uh yeah, yeah it's been it, fun it, to it's been to go down bad. memory lane with you. Yeah, yeah. man. <laughs> so uh unless anybody has anything else, I think we're gonna maybe wrap it up there. I mean unless unless Mudflap wants to make a cameo. <laughs> Mm, I used to, he doesn't text me back. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Next time. That's, next a, time. that's yeah. a long that's a long flight from the moon too at this late of night. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh I didn't know he was. Oh, you, you, oh you you think that's the moon? <laughs> what do you think I am? New? Oh, We're gonna, oh, we won't we won't go there. That's oh Yosemite. Okay. Um is there anything <laughs> uh is there anything you guys wanna promote i think if y'all are cool we'll maybe post some of those pictures kyle sent and absolutely uh, any maybe of, post any about the over the earth band camp if uh, if you want people to listen sure to that. yeah I'd be, I'd be down to jordan's got some killer lyrics on it it's a it's a killer record man he's sick drums i mean oh, yeah. i i like it kyle kyle recorded everything you know like he needs a shout out big time because he just set up in his living room at the house he's renting yeah, just we, like yeah. we did the drums in there. Yeah, yeah. Nice. We did the guitars at the studio, and then Sid, our friend Sid Menon, um, he did oh, the yeah. vocals with Jordan. He helped a lot. Cool. Yeah, I suck at and he mastered that. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Sid, I want to, I want to be sound like I'm a good singer. Can you help? Like, yeah. Sid's a great singer. <laughs> Sid's a great producer. Yeah, Hell yeah. We've been very fortunate guys to like be like around like so many cool dudes that were in cool bands, like that we were able to be close with and stuff like that. So that's um, the best, man. That's like shout out to all yeah, those guys that, that helped bring us along. And that like, I know like all the guys, like the guys in dead poetic, like they were a big oh, uh, <laughs> group of guys for us, like coming up and the beloved guys Sweet. and all those dudes. So mm-hmm. shout out to those guys for, everything that they've done for us making us want to play music and you just mentioned dusty redmond twice is what you did it's dead <laughs> yeah <poetic and blood. laughs> you want me to call him you talk about all the, yeah. all the 10 other bands he was in <laughs> no, that's that that way too much to cover <laughs> get dust, we get dusty on here we gotta cover half the tooth and nail catalog <laughs> honestly yeah we'll be here all day Jesus. <laughs> sweet all right guys i think we're gonna we're gonna end it here uh i'm gonna do my little uh, spiel if you enjoyed this we have more nonsense like this at patreon.com slash church james now podcast also follow us on all the social media at church james now may all your favorite bands stay together and peace out mon frères peace out mon sons mon sons <laughs> <laughs> mon sons mon sons <laughs>